This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I hope you're not at a low. Uh, I hope that you're not, you know, stuck in the middle of a divorce battle or something. Uh, I hope you're having a decent day. I just went and got coffee. On the way back, I noticed what was probably 10 pounds of tuna fish, a can just splattered all across the road. Um, if you hurry, you could prob- it'll probably be fine. You could get it. Uh, it's on Townsend Avenue, right before the Christian coffee shop. So be on the lookout, uh, but hurry. You know, the tuna can only last so long. Who cares? Let's talk to our guest. Our guest is so fantastic. It's Zainab Johnson. Zainab, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course, of course. It's um, This is what I'm going to say right off the bat. Okay. I'm out of summer outfits. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's October when we're yes. recording this. It's 90 degrees. Yes. I've been wearing summer outfits since who knows when at this point. I'm ready to wear a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. How are you feeling? You I, look very summery. Thank you. And I am tired of wearing summer outfits as well. You know, I'm a New Yorker. Oh, And right. so I jump at the opportunity <laughs> to put on a black turtleneck. Oh, <laughs> that's just heaven for me. And I was in, I was doing a show the other day in San Francisco and I was able to break out the black turtleneck. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, t- today is an unusually, like an unusually, unusual. I think I like the what? word unusual, I believe. <laughs> I think we should we need to put that in the lexicon actually. That that rolls right off the tongue, unusually. Unusually warm day. It's uh yeah, it's the sort of warmth where you you just feel like you feel like you can pass through. It's like a physically the air is solid. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the in a wall or something, hiding in the attic. Yeah, yeah. And last week it was nice. It was nice. Now it's horrible. Yeah, it feels like dead of summer weather. That's right. what it feels like. About like July 29th. Yes. And it does a lot to the brain. Yeah. It does a lot to my brain, at least. Uh, but I have the windows open. Mm. And my house feels perfectly fine. Interesting. Isn't that strange? Because <laughs> uh, throughout the summer, we have to have the windows sealed. Yeah. AC on. Yeah. My house is perfectly pleasant right now. Or maybe I've just, my standards have lowered. 
I don't know. You know, I was in an Uber when this is sorry, this might sound like a shift, but it's not. Well, I love a shift. (laughs) (laughs) Because I am the type of person that will have the cooling air on as well as the windows open because I love fresh air. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not moving, I just want to know I have access to it. Right. But then I'll turn on like the, the AC or central cooling just to cool things off. Sure. And when I was in an Uber, I requested that the AC stay on. But then I was like, I'm going to roll down the window. Mm-hmm. And the Uber driver got really upset with me. And I, and I, <laughs> you know, I feel like the uh, sh- ride share relationship is reciprocal. You oh, know? it has to be. Yeah. So I was like, oh, unless, is there something, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, is there something wrong with your windows? Like, what well, you know, like, why don't you want me to have what I want? <laughs> and he was like, um, oh, you know, that ruins your car. Ruins? And I was, <laughs> I know so little about cars. <laughs> I, 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 I drive a Tesla and someone had to tell me that I could access the radio. <laughs> <laughs> did, you th- did you think that like radio was just not part of the futuristic yeah, package? Yeah, I just thought that that was, I, I thought because I didn't see it, it's, it wasn't there and available to me. <laughs> so when this, I, the person was wildly disappointed in my ignorance <laughs> but he like you believed him in the moment that this could ruin the car yeah I, I believed him and he he kind of explained to me he was like something happened like it won't ruin the car but it will ruin your cooling system because oh come I don't on know. there's no way that's true maybe if you did it for 200 years yeah and who has a car for 200 years <laughs> now y'all he's full of shit um, has got the notes it says it's not harmful to the car just wasteful of fuel so uh, that sounds like Sounds like it's a him problem. Yeah, that's um, an old wives' tale. Yeah, Yeah. sounds like a frugal Uber driver. (laughs) And we can't blame anybody. We're all trying to pinch pennies where we can. Sounds like I'm going to have to go back and look at my ride history and change that uh, rating. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) You are a vengeful person. (laughs) Wow, so what ended up happening? You just got the AC. That's all he would allow? Um, I think I was pleasant enough for him to roll the window down a little bit for a little <laughs> while. And I think he kept checking with me. He was like, it, it was a pretty long ride because I'm in New York. There's traffic. Okay, and so right. after a few minutes, he was like, you still want it down? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe after about three check-ins, I'm like, okay, you know, you can roll it up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> three check-ins is a lot. That's where you're like, oh, you really hate that yeah, this is happening. I'm like, you know what? Let me, you you let me have what I wanted for 15 minutes. I'll, I'll oblige you. Maybe he's eco-conscious. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for this guy now. <laughs> I'm totally on his side. But you know what? When you're getting like on and off flights and things, mm-hmm. all you want, like you, you, you do want a comfortable temperature setting. But for some reason, you want air because when you're in an airport oh, and on yeah. a flight, the air feels so artificial. Mm-hmm. It feels so stale. Yes, you know. Yes. So you should be able to crack the window whenever you want. Yeah. You just get a little bit of outside. Let it in. Yeah. Everybody appreciates that for a minute. Yes. Unless you're on the freeway or something. Exactly. And re- I mean, if you had your window roaring during the freeway, yes, I could see then, a real problem yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I was wondering uh, with my uh, car air conditioning recently is, you know, the foot feature? You know, it's like you yes, have the yes, yes. feet or the face. The feet thing never does anything for me. Do you have that? I ha- Why not just have it directly on my torso and face? Yes. So the only time, okay, when I prefer the uh, air blowing towards my feet 
is when it's when I need the heating. Right. Because something about just warm toes is like... It's like a heated floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get there, you know? Like, <laughs> it's comforting and, right. you know, but... When it's cold, when I'm when it's cold air, the only time I move it from my face is like if I just got my hair done and it's so flowy that it can't really stand like oh, that much air pressure. So I got it's like you right. know we're not trying to seem like we're in a tornado, you know, like <laughs> so I have to like move it although I don't want to. Right, that makes sense. As yeah. a short-haired person, I guess this just never crosses my mind. Y- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a, the short hair privilege or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the foot thing, I, I'm, I'm wondering, like, are my legs not, are the nerves, ah! some sort of nervous system problem? What about, do you have on pants or shorts? Because I feel like you'd feel it immediately if you have on shorts. Feeling nothing. You're feeling, feeling nothing. Feeling nothing. Or oh. maybe my legs just need to be really cold. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, it's a, it's an incredible question I'm asking. So cold air is coming out towards your legs and feet. Sorry, well, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Investigative <I'm concerned>. report. <laughs> and you're not feeling anything. As far as I know. Or maybe it's mental. Maybe I'm just like, the immediacy of it coming towards my yeah. upper body is like, it re- I, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to do some testing. Yeah. Do some real research with this. Yeah. But cold air falls. So I feel like having it, that's true, right? Because hot, hot, hot air, air rises. rises. You know, I don't know. You're but, looking at me but, like I'm a complete <laughs> moron. No, when, when you said, no, no, no. When you said cold air falls, all I thought was, well, heat rises. That's all oh, I thought. Good. So, so you I'm were like, confirming my scientific knowledge. <laughs> uh, so I feel like... It coming towards my body, it's like, that's enough. The yeah. waterfall, it's coming down to the feet. But I am going to leave it on just my feet for maybe an hour today. Well, I'm not going to be driving yeah, for an hour. Where an am hour. I going? Palm yeah. Springs. Uh, <laughs> my 10-minute trip to the grocery store. Yeah. No torso, simply the feet. The feet. And see if you feel it. If you don't feel it, we got we to gotta <laughs> get you to a... <laughs> yeah, what sort of doctor do I seek? Is that a physiologist? Is that a... Uh, orthopedic I w- doctor? I wouldn't say orthopedic because it's not bones or, or or muscle. It would be nerves. It would be like... Um, a spinal doctor? Yeah. No, what is a nerve? I'm looking like you. Know, look it up. <laughs> oh, a neurologist. A neurologist, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a good, that's a good job. Yeah. I like. I saw a neurologist in, to see if I had some nerve damage. And I, it always feels much more thorough than any other doctor. What do they do? I'm so curious. I've never been to one. It depends, but sometimes they can like um, attach uh, sensors to whatever part of your body that okay. they're trying to test, and then they send the electro, uh, like kind of like shocks right, to see right. if if you know if it's picking up. Mm-hmm. I had um, years ago. I was in a. Uh, I was hit by a truck. I was supposed to say I was in a oh really bad God. car accident, but I wasn't in a car. Um, but I, while I was in a hospital, um, the neurologist took needles, really long, thin needles, and stuck them in certain places, and right. then sent the the the, the, uh, the electricity. Electro, yeah, through those needles to Whoa. see, like you know, what right, part like, of are my you feeling body. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, and I assume you felt it. In some places I didn't. In some places I felt it in in a different place in my body. Fascinating. Yeah, like it, he might have done it in like my hip, but then I felt it like near my shin. It's like that's almost yeah. like psychic. Yeah, <laughs> well, but it gives you no information. <laughs> 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 Except I better be real comfortable in life when I hit 62 because it's, it's going to be hard. 
<laughs> That's enough for a psychic revelation. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe I'll go to a neurologist just as a little experience at some point. Just yeah. waste a neurologist's time. Mm-hmm. I, I think they'll love it. I think if you go to a neurologist and say, listen, I got the AC in my car blasting on my legs <laughs> at 61 degrees for a solid 10 minutes and I feel nothing. The neurologist is going to say, I'm happy you came in today. <laughs> <laughs> neurologist is the job in middle school I told everyone I was going to be because I was too ashamed to say I wanted to do whatever this is. Really? And it, there's no chance. <laughs> I was not on the path to neurology. What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, I was done with science and math in 11th grade. Yeah. I mean, forget it. So yeah. I, people probably saw through it. Yeah, but it all it, it is inspiring. Like when you hear a little kid. This like, I want to be a neurologist. Because, I mean, neurologist, how many syllables is that? Even just a word is ambitious to say, you know? That's like, very true. I'm going to be a neurologist. It's like, <laughs> Good luck, if, baby. <laughs> if you believe in them, it's like, that's really promising. And if you don't believe in them, it's so cute, you know? Because yeah. it's like, they don't know yet. They, right. It's like, I'm going to be a fairy princess <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> Um, what temperature are you keeping on in the car? I'm going to just keep talking about temperature because <laughs> I feel like I'm bad with temperature. I am. Um, I don't know if I'm bad with temperature, but I need to bring it to a balance. I'm a room temperature type of person. Okay, right. So I'm only doing whatever is necessary to get it to room temperature. Okay. So if it's 90 degrees outside, then I got to turn on cold air. And then the moment it gets too cold, I got to shut it off. But let's say what cold are you going to? I'm. I Should I reveal 60. mine? Wait, say it again. 60 is the lowest that my car will you're, go. But you're going all the way to 60. I'm going all the way to 60 because, okay. Oh, now I feel very strange. But wait, what kind of car do you drive? Um, I drive an electric Hyundai. Okay. So the thing about the Tesla is, you know, the top is all like glass. Oh. And so it takes on, in the most disrespectful way... <laughs> The temperature outside. It's a greenhouse. It is, you know? Oh, no. And I think it, I think that it is the only downside to that vehicle so far. That, that feels I, like a very obvious flaw. It's a, it's a, yeah. And so you have to, like, the car thinks that it's so smart <laughs> that even if I try and put it on, like, 70, it's like, no, I need to, I know you think that's okay, <laughs> but I got to take care of myself. <laughs> so the car will try and regulate its own temperature. Right. You know? Right. And so it's heading down to 60. So it goes down to 60. And then it does a good job. It does it very fast. But then I get too cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a nightmare for me. You're yeah. going to get the flu or something. No, because I, I have the windows down, you know, <laughs> and just thinking about my Uber driver, like just, just, just anxious. Like I, <laughs> he told me this is terrible. <laughs> I should have not have come to you with these questions. It's mayhem with you. <laughs> the temperatures are all over the place. The windows are open. <laughs> the sun is beating down. Yes, it's. They should have like an umbrella for the uh, Tesla. That feels like a a good invention. Yeah, like I mean... a beach umbrella that <laughs> sits on top of the car. <laughs> a nice, a nice rainbow one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people would get into that. I would hate that. <laughs> you say it now. <laughs> I'd appreciate its function, <laughs> but I'd hate the way it looked. <laughs> How about like a, one that matches the color of the car? That makes sense. So this is the thing. This is a, what the car offers that I never take advantage of. And this is not a commercial for Tesla. Forgive me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> let's, you let's, just winked at me. <laughs> Let's get a sponsor. <laughs> so you can, of course, control the car from your phone 
anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. right? Like if I left my car here um, and then had to go away and you were like, hey, Zainab, I need to move your car. I could just give you access through my phone and, oh. and then you just drive my car. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's convenient, That's right? incredibly convenient. And so they have this function in the Tesla app where you can cool off your car before you get in. Right, I have this. I, yeah. know, I don't have a fancy enough to let people just go driving the, whenever. Yeah, like I can make you an authorized user and all you would need is your phone. You've got to let me be an authorized user. <laughs> just in case. It's like I have, I have, a year from now I have roadside trouble and I'm like... <laughs> Why I didn't I give it to Bridger? <laughs> Bridger, are you available? <laughs> I would be there in an instant. I wouldn't think for a second. Uh, are your legs working? <laughs> <laughs> I would be headed over. So just keep me in mind. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. But I forget I forget to do that until I get in the car and I'm like, why did right. it's 97 <laughs> degrees in this car? Why didn't I do that? Right. You, you should treat yourself every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. It's like having a little uh, person there just waiting for you with the cool air on. <laughs> yeah. A little ghost or something. It sounds so lovely. Little tiny angels with, with spray <laughs> bottles and fans. <laughs> now, with that other feature, have you given that access to anybody so that they can drive your car? Yes, my sister. And has she taken advantage of it? Uh, she's driven it, but she hasn't. I wouldn't say she's taken advantage of yeah, okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, but, but I will say that she was driving it when I returned home from like a work trip. Oh, interesting. And when I when the Uber dropped me off at my house and my car wasn't in the driveway, <laughs> I did feel away. Right. And I knew I wasn't going anywhere. This was like one of those trips, work trips, where I was in five different states in five different days. And so I knew when I got home, I was going to postmate some food Mm -hmm. and then crash on the couch for 17 hours. Right, right. Right. But something about not seeing my car there made me feel restricted. It's unsettling. Yeah. You need to know you can go. Exactly. That's all you need. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're just trapped at home. Yeah. Mm, that seems bad to me. Yeah. And so my, I, I texted my sister and I was like, hey, how long will you be? And she was like, oh, did you have somewhere to go? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, it, did you need something? And I was like, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, I totally get that feeling. My uh, boyfriend is living in New York right now, so he. Uh, got rid of his car and so for like two days he needed to use my car but there were times where I was like I just need you can't drive it for these hours I'm not going anywhere but what if I have an idea yeah it's just the mere thought of (laughs) him being out gallivanting and I want to go to Target (laughs) for no reason Target is my favorite place is it really yeah I feel like it's the uh I don't know about guys but I feel like the 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 lady the 35-year-old lady, like, that's our Disneyland. Like, yo, what? I'm never bored. If Target is open, then I'm never bored. I, I always got some. When when the pandemic, everything shut down, mm-hmm. maybe like a week or two weeks into it, when Target sent out their email like, hey, we have reduced hours, but we're opening up. I said, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I am literally right there with yeah, you. I like, was in line. I was ready to... Do some at least minor wandering. I had to just look at objects and yes. feel kind of normal. I'm like, let me read these greeting cards. What's <laughs> <laughs> what's new in the mahogany collection, you know? 
<laughs> it's a it's a thing to do. It's a nice time killer. It is, and it's it's always laid out. So mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. I don't know where this came from. Again, I'm from New York City, and we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up with stores like this. Right. Like, it took me moving to LA to have gone to a Walmart for the first time wow. in my life. You right. know. And so, to, but I don't know, Target is like, that's that's my jam. It's, there's a novelty. Yeah. And a freedom, and you're just like, the space. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the Targets in New York don't do the same thing. I don't even think I've ever been to they're, one. You know, they're like every big New York store, they're not big. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it's not that like, oh, I'm in the middle of a field, but no, I'm actually in the cereal aisle. Yeah, yeah. It's your close, close quarters. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very. I love Target. It's my museum. Yeah, I like to just wander and look at things. The same. Frequently, don't buy anything, which I think is crossing a line. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's still a good time. Do you always leave with something? I would say yes. I think that if if ever I have not left, to, I I go in not thinking I need anything. Mm-hmm, just, right. You know, just waiting for something to jump out at me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to Target for inspiration. <laughs> But if I don't leave with something from Target, then something's not right in the world. Right. Because, you know, because I don't know. There's possibility. It means that your that kind of your anchor has failed you. Yeah. And maybe your loss, maybe Target's loss. Sometimes I leave with things I know I'm going to return. Oh, I love that feeling. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to buy this bread maker today. Because <laughs> I was feeling ambitious. <laughs> But then tomorrow reality will set in. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to get it home. You got it. And then it's like, now the feeling is gone. Yeah. And I can take it back. Yeah. I understand that. Sometimes it doesn't even come out my car. And that's when I know, like, <laughs> oh, you never planned on using this. Yeah, that's a that's a mistake. That's just an absolute mistake. To be driving around with something that you need to return. Yeah. Uh, I've had uh, some T-shirts in my car for a week that I have to go back. I can't bring myself to the Whole Foods to drop them off. <laughs> So it's just always in the back of my yeah. mind. I've got to get rid of it. It's taking up brain energy. Yeah. You know how like, okay, this is the last thing I'll say about Target, but this is <laughs> we'll how much see. I love Target. <laughs> you know how Target offers like, um, they can just bring it out to your car. Right. I never choose that option. Okay. I've, I was about to feel very betrayed. <laughs> Ever. I got to go in. What? <laughs> Thank you. So I came all the way here and didn't see my best friend? What? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I, a thousand percent agree. There's no question I'm going into the store. Yes. I, actually, I wouldn't even like if they had piled the things up for me to take. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I want to go on the journey. Yes. You just want to put it in my trunk. You don't want any interaction. No, no, no. The, where's the joy? Oof. No. I mean, we have a very similar Target mindset. It's shocking to me we've never run into each other at a Target. Which Target do you go to? I mean, if there's a Target I see, I'll yeah. go in it. Yeah. Uh, but my local Targets are the Eagle Rock, uh, Glendale. Okay. Occasionally, I'll get into the Alhambra or Pasadena. Okay. Used to be the one on La Cienega. Do you know this one? Which one on La Cienega? When I first moved to LA, it's La Cienega. It's... Near a giant seas candy factory. Yes, that's my. T- that's the target I go to. That's yours. That's my target now. I used to always go to because um, that's like south. That's right. like I don't know in between here and the airport. Right. right? Exactly. Um, but when I lived in Hollywood, my target used to be uh, Santa Monica and La Brea. Oh, yeah. Don't like that one. Okay. Well, no, I'm thinking. Oh, it's fine. Actually, it's okay. No, I'm thinking about the one on. West Hollywood that's in a nightmare zone. Who knows? 
Hmm. That C's Candy Factory thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first moved to L.A., I applied for a job uh, candy. working there. It's, it's like their warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And I handed the application to a woman who was probably in her 70s. And she said, can you lift a box over 50 pounds? And I said, yes. And she just shook her head. I did not get the job. <laughs> <laughs> did she Horrifying. Sigh? And you know she's lifting all these boxes, yes. so she's like, "No way, you weak, weak child." That that will stick in my mind forever. But you know, I love that when someone knows us better than we know. Like they know <laughs> our reality. Way back when, when I first started doing stand up, I was like, "Okay." In order for me, like, I know I'm not going to make enough money at first, so I need to work for an airline. That way, any comedian that wants me to, like, feature for them on the road, I'll have, like, a flight, you know, like, I won't have to pay for the flight, right? So I go to Delta. I apply to be a flight attendant, Mm -hmm. right? And because I'm like, I'm going to work for an airline, but, like, I want the glamorous Right, of course. (laughs) It's like, it's too late to be a pilot, so (laughs) let me be a flight attendant, right? And they fly you to Atlanta, okay. their hub, and they have this whole, like, flight attendant school. What? In Atlanta, they put you in a hotel. I mean, everything. They take care of it. This, oh, this is, is like, so exciting. This is like an all-expense-paid job interview, <laughs> right? And you go through this training, and then at some point, you have to get up and make the announcements, like the, uh, oh, you know, boy. the emergency mm-hmm. exit. You know, you got to, like, talk to... And they don't tell you what to say. Oh, well, they don't that give you a script. Oh, but you know, it's but not I, improv. Yeah, but well, uh, that was my opportunity because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, of course it worked for you. <laughs> well, I, I was like, okay, I've been on enough planes to know what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm a new comedian. Ooh, this is you know, new comedians think every time it's you're open mic. Public, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna make these people. We don't know if you're gonna get the job, but you're gonna laugh today, right? <laughs> <laughs> they t- after you do all of that they give you no critique like in the moment in front of like your audience they bring you into the room one by one to let you know if you're going forward or if they're right. putting you on a flight back home right and this lovely woman she says what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and I said I'm trying to be a flight attendant <laughs> and, and she said, "But what do you what do you do? Like what are what are you doing in she life?" She saw right through this. And I said, "Oh, well, I just started comedy and I really love it and you know, I I'm a stand-up comedian and but don't worry. Like mm-hmm. when I'm on Delta's time, I'll be on Delta's time, you know, like right. really trying to bring it home." And she said, "Listen, I want you to follow your dream." Oh. And I was like, uh, okay. Oh, no. She said, yeah, I'm, I, I want you to leave here, and I want you to follow your dream. Your first fan. <laughs> That's incredible. And I was like a little bit pissed off because it's like, course. lady, this is a part of me following my dream. I'm this trying to, to get help. there. <laughs> yes. I need free flights. Yes. But I got what she was saying. Right, of course. Like, this could be a massive detour mm-hmm. in your life. Right. And you need to be very direct on this path. I That's how that, I took it. I know a lot of situations I'd be like, oh, she's making an excuse because she doesn't want to hire you. Yeah. But I feel like being a flight attendant takes over your life. Yeah. You're, you're like in every time zone. You're staying yeah. in different cities all the time. I think it may have ruined your life. Yeah. I mean, you know, people love being flight attendants, but I don't think it was for you. It wasn't for me. I mean, clearly it wasn't for me. I'll also say in that moment, you should have lied. <laughs> Job interviews are pure lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be honest. Yeah. 
Don't tell me you're on your way out. I don't know. I think that she, when she said it, I think, you know, some people you can lie to, Mm -hmm. strangers or people you've known your entire life. And then there are people (laughs) who you just cannot, something about them, like, you know, permeates your, it makes you completely transparent, you know? Right. People say that about me. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) But this woman... She had the energy. She did. And I didn't fight. Maybe I secretly knew. Right. It's and probably like on a deeper, deeper level you yeah. were feeling. And there was some sort of connection there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But you got, honestly, the fact that you got like this free mini vacation. Yeah. I might apply for the job just to get that. <laughs> just then, to go spend a day in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I love staying in a hotel on somebody's dime. <laughs> and then in the interview, I'll say, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been a great flight attendant. Oh, you would have been excellent. I would have been great. Yeah, I can imagine. And I think that's, you know, all my friends would have been flight attendants. Oh, we and you would have been, been all over the world. Yeah, we would have been hanging out. It does seem know. like a good time to me. Yeah, but then I would have woke up mm. 10 years later and been like, what was that? Wait, what? I came to Atlanta and <laughs> I remember I told a joke. Like, you know, it would have <laughs> been course. like. Yeah, it would have gone by in a flash. Yeah. You would have always wondered. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, something I've been wondering about. Yes. <laughs> The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yes. I was very, very excited to have you here today. I thought she's going to come by. We'll chat. Hopefully the heat won't be overwhelming. That part has, uh, hasn't worked out as planned. <laughs> I am sweating like crazy. Uh, but I thought otherwise we're going to have a nice summery time. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised when the doorbell rang. And I open it and I see you. And then I see that you're holding what appears. And I'm just, I, I hate to assume what appears to be a gift for me. Yes. What's happening here? So, <clears throat> I thought about a few things. Okay. That is, in fact, a gift for you. Okay. Right? Right. And I thought, I wonder if anyone ever actually listens to him and doesn't bring a gift. <laughs> and then I was like, but I don't want to be that person, you know? Right, right. This is an interesting thought process. You know? Then I thought, well, maybe it doesn't have to be a tangible gift. Mm. Maybe I could write him a haiku. Oh. Then I didn't want to write a haiku. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of work. Then I thought, yeah, he'll like this gift. (laughs) You know how people think that they're the exception? Of course. (laughs) People say that about me all the time. I didn't have the courage to not show up with a gift as much as you said don't. So please forgive me. You know what they say? What is the saying? Like, just do, 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 like, do it and ask for forgiveness later. Oh, right. Yeah, let's see. It's um, Annalise, you know. Annalise is smiling. What is it? Better to ask for forgiveness than permission. There yes, we go. There you go. What a great rule. Yeah. So has anyone not brought you a gift? Um, has anybody... Annalise, has anybody not brought me a gift? Has anyone not n- n- not pissed you off? <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest would be Z-Way. Oh, my God. That was an early one. Yeah, yeah. Z-Way uh, sent me no gift. Okay. She sent an email, though, and I, I considered that a gift. Okay. I printed it out and framed it, and then yeah. it became a gift. Okay. So, yeah. so far, no one's just shown up completely. Thank you, Annalise. Completely empty-handed. Okay. Has anyone sent you a gift as a gift? Um, Margaret Cho 
sent me all an NFT, Oh, ooh. which was not a gift. It was yeah. a photo of her, I think. Oh, a non-fungible. Is it worth anything? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I think if you say an F- NFT is worth something, it is it immediately is, worth something. Okay. And I value this at about $6.1 Oh, nice. So, and, it, you know, the market fluctuates. Yeah. Um, but I assume it's just going to keep going up. Yeah. Someone's going to buy it from me eventually, and it's going to yeah. solve all of my problems. Yeah. Well, should I open the gift here on the podcast? Check it out. Yeah. It's in a an adorable little uh, burlap sack. That's very <laughs> cute, and it says "Decolonize your tongue." Ooh, that's nice. It does Deep. that. Does that have anything to do with what's happening in here? Should I open it up? Yeah, it does. It, it's a di- oh, directly. Should I open the card first? Mm, sure. Okay, the card I keep forgetting about because it's adorable. It's about it's a two tiny inches by two <laughs> inches. It's very sweet. I'm opening it. Okay, this says, Bridger, I know you said no gifts, but, okay, you you were coming with a big excuse immediately. Yeah, you know, you, you know what it is. What? I think that it is the weirdest thing to give someone a gift without a card with it. I oh, don't know where I got that from. Right. I don't know why. I don't know if you just need to, like, put your name on mm-hmm. a gift. Like, you need to attach, like, a greeting. But it feels very strange to me. To yeah. give someone something wrapped and then just like that's, you know, you know. It almost feels like it could just literally have been from anybody. Yeah. Like you found that in the road to give to them. Yeah. It's like putting your hair in a ponytail without a hair tie. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I agree with that for the most part. I feel like I'm trying to think of any uh, any time I've ever given a gift without a card. Without a card. It just doesn't. <sighs> yeah. May, uh, yeah. Even to like. Like kids, like my nieces, yeah. I, I have some card, I think. You can give a card without a gift. Right, which... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now you're hinting that you could have given me more. You could have. What a shame. I didn't. You're just making me read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm opening the gift here. Open Let's it see. up. Oh, it feels like there are two things in two here. Two things, yeah. Take you them need... both out? Yeah. Okay, they're like little packages within a package, which I appreciate. Ooh. Oh, is this nice tea? <laughs> I am just trash. I know it's nice tea because it's not in a box. Yes. It's in like a little like uh, airtight package. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calabash? Calabash, yes. Uh, oh, and it's two different types. Two different types. Rock and Moroccan, which oh. we love the title mm. of, and Simply Irresistible. Okay, tell me, oh, one's caffeine. Oh, Wow, you've really thought it through. One has caffeine, one, one doesn't. One doesn't, yeah. Okay, tell me everything. The the Rockin' Moroccan should have caffeine. Is that right. the one it says? Yes, yeah. and Rockin' tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> I, um, hmm. So here's, here's what's funny about this gift, is as I was walking out of my house with it, I thought, who gives loose leaf tea <laughs> without the actual functioning Steep, like the thing to steep it. Right, right. I've made uh, I've made a pretty big assumption about you. You've made an enormous incorrect assumption. <laughs> <laughs> that you somehow have what is necessary to steep loose leaf tea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be going through the cabinets. Okay. 
but this might be, you know, a good thing for me. It might be, you know, you're lighting a fuse in my life where I'm like, I have to go out and get what's necessary. I've given you a reason to go back to Target. Right, exactly. Sir. I'm going to, I'll be there today. Yes. Who are we kidding? See. And is it a little metal thing or do you buy the, you don't put There's, it in sacks, do you? No, no, no. You don't put that it in sacks. That seems like a nightmare. Yeah. You, so, so here's the thing about loose leaf tea. Okay, first of all, I am totally, I used to be like an espresso girl. Okay, espresso, right. Espresso, coffee, all the time, anytime. I take that over a meal. If you, know wow. you want to give me like an, a latte and a muffin, <laughs> you know, get what? Get, get that carb, protein, vegetable out of here, you know? And then I reached a point in my life where I started having these allergic reactions to things. Wow. And one of them was espresso. Oh, this is my nightmare. Yeah. It was like everything I loved, she told me, this doctor told me that I couldn't have. Oh. And I was like, what is life? Of course. You know? And I moved into matchas. Oh, sure. You know, because I nice really... step down. Well, is it... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a whole lifestyle shift. It really is, because you know? Because it tastes like health. It tastes like grass and right. it depends on the matcha you get you know um but i also did not want to be having these reactions that i was having right right, right. and i think the thing with matcha is you realize like oh wait you go to some places and you're like oh people are just making lattes out of teas right right and so then I got into tea. Like, I always drank tea. Sure, but, but you're not really, really thinking about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you just go and you buy a Celestial Seasons. You buy the pre Right, exactly. The little teddy bear guy. Yeah. And then my friend one day, he's like, you know, all the tea bags, when they come prepackaged, you know, it's like plastic. <laughs> and I'm just like, ruining. you you ever go out and buy something more expensive thinking you're saving yourself from like... The, oh, I was like, I was like, no, I'm buying, I'm buying expensive tea. My tea bags are silk. <laughs> My tea bags are 100% linen. He's like, I know you think they are, but what they're are not. They, like uh, the stuff they catch fish in. He's like, he's like, they all have some sort of like plastic foaming on them. Oh, the this is horrifying. That, yeah, just he's melting like, into your into water. Into your water. He's like, so you have to switch over to loose leaf tea. Oh, that is mortifying. So how long have you been doing loose leaf? Probably since May. Oh, it's a recent thing. It's a recent thing. Okay, so when did you... I've got a lot of questions because I have a lot of questions about coffee and everything in general. When did you stop coffee or espresso? Um, coffee and espresso. Oh, okay. So uh, you're done with coffee altogether. I've been trying recently to do it, go like put it back in. So I have like one... I had one, like a latte, like maybe like two weeks ago. Okay. And then I found the next two days I had uh, migraines that I could not <gasps> get rid of. Oh, no. Yeah. So I stopped coffee and espresso in t the e either the very end uh, of 2021. The uh, very okay. end of 2021. So you've been off for a while. Yeah. And you were drinking plastic for about a year and a half. Yeah, I was going strong with matchas at first. And then my favorite, I found this place, this cafe in Harvard Heights. They, they made an amazing matcha. I mean, I'm like, this isn't matcha. This is just a treat in my mouth. It <laughs> happens to be green. Right. right? And I, a very good shade of green, by the way. A very good shade of green. But they would do the strawberry milk, you know, oh, like when I would get it iced. Oh, that it sounds was, phenomenal. I mean, I, I mean, I was I was screaming from the rooftops, you know, like, <laughs> you guys got it. <laughs> this is a special thing. And 
I so I fast during Ramadan. Okay, sure. And Ramadan this year was it's in, in March. Okay. And so I'm not eating or drinking during the day. Right, right. But as soon as Ramadan is over, you know, you want to be able to go to your favorite places while the sun is up because mm-hmm. for 30 days you've abstained, right? Right, right. I go to my coffee shop and I see a sign on the window oh, or my no. matcha shop rather. I see a sign on the window saying, "Sorry, but as of Oh, this feeling. Permanently? Yeah, permanently oh, closed. Crushing. Crushing. You just assume restaurants and coffee shops will always be there. It just it never crosses your mind that they like the ones you love will yes. go out of business. I mean it's like next to family members and friends dying, like restaurants, you're like, they'll just <sighs> be there forever and we'll, we'll live together. And sometimes you think like, well, there's so many shitty places that, right. are, that have been open for years. Yes. This place is like a gem, you know? This is like this is like a a, a beautiful little treat in this neighborhood. They, they're for sure, they're going to last. Why do bad things happen to good to restaurants? Good, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the shock is because it's like if, I, if it weren't Ramadan, I would have been there multiple times. So I would have oh. at least been prepared. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would have spent the last week just there every day, you know, like a going out of business <laughs> right. sale. Heard it like croak out its final words. Yes, but this was a shock. Do you blame yourself? Were they hanging by a thread and every day they're like... <laughs> Where's she at? <laughs> I, I'm accusing you. I'm pointing a finger. Let's be honest. They were so good. Oh, what a shame. I went to their Yelp page uh-huh. to see why. And people were leaving reviews after the closed announcement saying, we're so sad to see this place go. They were such a wonderful, you know, treat in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, like... It's like leaving flowers at the grave. Yeah. I searched for them online. I we're just mold, melding here. I've done the exact same thing. Two days ago, I was like, "There's this Korean place I wanted to go to." I was like, "I'm gonna head out," and then I googled it just in case. I saw bright red letters, permanently closed. <laughs> so I'm getting on Yelp. I'm looking. The last two reviews are mourning the loss of it. Yeah, horrible feeling. I think I've probably. I actually know for a fact there was a taco place years ago that closed. I cried. Yeah. First of all, literally cried and then got in touch with the owners, tried to figure out what was going on. Yeah. The thing that's going on is they don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Very it's pretty simple. simple. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they don't have a ghost or something, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. no, we just weren't doing enough business. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, what does that say about my taste that I'm going to the place that went out of business? I, in this time, this climate, I just knew that it was like... They either have to charge $10 mm-hmm. for what they're doing or they have to figure out another way. And I will admit, I will pay $750 for a matcha. I'm unwilling today to go up to $10. I walked into $10, a place that had high reviews and I said, I'll do a strawberry matcha, right? And I'm thinking like, I'll, I'm, I'm finding a new place. Of course. You know? Here we go. And she said, t- she said something like $10.71. Oh. And I... Did a double take. I said, wait, I thought she charged me for a muffin, you know? <laughs> Where's was, my Thanksgiving feast? Yeah. I said, wait, 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 what? What What are the charges? And she was like, you wanted almond milk, right? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's, it's, this is the... And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Did you start making it? She was like, no, no, no. I said, I'm so sorry. Have a great day. 
<laughs> Good for you. Yeah, because no. I would have paid it and felt bad for two weeks. No, no. You have to stand no. up for yourself in these moments. No, no, no. $10 for, I mean, any non-alcoholic beverage, it's, no. we've entered a danger zone. Yeah, but, but, but I saw her setup. Her setup was nowhere near the setup of, oh, interesting. of my guys. Right. So she was ripping people off. Yeah. like oh, They were trying to provide a superb product and a made-to-order product, mm-hmm. but that cost. <laughs> right. It really does. Right. You've got to you cut know? some corners. So they I had, don't mind they a few corners cut. Yeah. Anywho, so now I'm on my tea, you know, now I'm on this tea journey. Right, it's like right. I've lost coffee. I've kind of lost matcha. And, and are you strictly hot tea? No, no, no. Okay, you like a cold tea. I'll drink a cold tea, but I've never been like, you know how people are like, give me the Arnold Palmer. I'm like, oh, sure. why would you mess up lemonade? <laughs> why would you mess up tea? Why? <laughs> They're both great beverages. Yeah, you know, I'm, I am mostly a hot tea person. Okay, okay. Even on the way here, I did a, ch- a hot chai. Oh, interesting. Yeah, did In a hot 90 chai. 90 degree weather. 90 degree weather. So, you know, I had to. <laughs> Again, back to the temperatures with you. Pure mayhem. <laughs> you have the car at like 48 degrees, <laughs> boiling hot beverage. <laughs> You're sick. You've got an illness. <laughs> but I don't like sweat really oh, that much. Wow. So you're I just hot, immortal. I, just, I don't like, like I'm warm right now. Right. But like it, it'll have to be. We'd have to be like in the Middle East for like a bead of sweat to come down my yeah, forehead. You're, you're remarkably dry looking, and I feel like I'm drenched. No, you're dry. Really? Yeah. I, I feel can't... like I like water is running down no. my face. Okay, that's no. a good. I do feel cozy rather than hot. Yeah. I'm not to the like heat stroke yeah. moment yet. I, I feel my hair swelling. Oh, interesting. That's just, you know, because I know that's going to happen. Mine with will the heat. fuzz. Yeah. And curl. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm more of a cold tea person. Okay. I wonder if I could turn this into cold tea. You can. What do I do? I, I you, steep it and then put it in the fridge? Yeah. I was going to say, you want to steep it hot and then okay. put it in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, or I wonder if there's like, there's probably enough in here to uh, cold brew it. You know, I don't know how to cold brew. I cold, I just moments before you got here was doing a whole, it's called a cold brew toddy. It's like yeah. a plastic machine you, you fill up with coffee and leave Ooh. overnight. Ooh. Next day you've got a week of cold brew. And you, I think you can use it for tea. Try it. Maybe I will. Let me know. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what how that affects. I think it just brings out the flavor. Maybe. I don't. So, because I know with hot, when you when you steep hot tea, right, mm-hmm. it, there, there's a certain amount of time. I didn't know that at first, too. I would be one of those people. I'm just leaving a tea bag in there, you know. <laughs> I'm leaving a tea bag in there. Maybe I'm refilling some water with the same tea bag. Sure. You know, just really disrespectful to tea. <laughs> I mean, if you're desperate, you can use it twice, right? Yeah, I mean, you really. Sh- I mean, they gave you fifty-two tea bags for two ninety-nine. <laughs> Why are you? Doing- <laughs> what if you're in a bunker? <laughs> I guess so. You want to have a quiet moment of tea? Do you know that, like, when we have like peppermint or chai, whatever, you know, it's not actually tea. Like in America, we call it tea, but the uh, like, there's only two teas that come from tea. It's a tea leaf. That's what the leaf is called. It's a tea leaf. I had no idea, actually. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. So is it a green else... leaf and a black leaf? Is that I how it works? I believe so, yeah. And then the rest of this is just like potpourri? It's like what it like is mint a tea. Mint is not a tea. Mint is mint. Right. It's a mint leaf. Right. But, but it's mint not doesn't a tea have leaf. Caffeine. Right. Yeah. So it's like a combo. Yeah. I think there's like a black tea leaf. Right. 
Maybe is that the only tea? I think maybe. Annalise, any idea? I would love to know this because it's a fascinating fact. Yeah. I've been lied to. The helicopters circling, everyone's finding out. <laughs> Three helicopters, four or five. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> Why do we need five helicopters? They're that looking is for a... someone. Wow. The president may have just passed over. I said no gifts. Joe, reach out. <laughs> Jill, reach out. Wow. That was the most helicopters I've maybe ever seen together. Yeah. I don't know if this is the correct answer, but what I found was while there's literally thousands of teas, um, it can be they can all be broken down into six main types. But I don't I'm not seeing the specific tea, like the leaf names. Okay. I'm just seeing like black and green. Oolong. I think we just assume that there's a black leaf and a green leaf. And a green leaf. And the rest, we're putting spices and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the rest are exactly that. Spices and right. fruits and Right, because I feel like there herbs. are... Herbs. I mean, there's... Well, actually, I, mean, I was about to say some statement about tea that yeah. simply wouldn't have been true. Uh, I don't know anything. And then, then we started saying tea because... Where do they drink a lot of tea? Like, maybe not... <laughs> Where do they drink? Not like London or something. Not like Europe. But there was a certain kind. That tea is like, that's what the they called it. The origins of tea. Yeah, well, they would call this hot drink that they were drinking, in that language, they would call it like, oh, like tea. tea or something right. like that. And so then, you it's know. It's been as, passed down. Yeah. Then we just started calling these hot beverages that we drink tea. Wow. But it's, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm curious, Annalise, do you know the uh, where tea originated? This is an educational podcast, first and <laughs> foremost. We need to walk away with knowledge. It is probable that the tea plant originated in regions around southwest China, Tibet, and northern India. There we go. We've just learned. We, our minds are just so powerful and increasing every day. But isn't it interesting? When you, when you think of tea, what country do you think of first? I think of India. Oh, okay. What do you think? I think I probably think of like... The Brits. Oh, England, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But I mean, I guess I, I think the India thing is two things. It's the colonization, yeah. the British people are there, oh, yeah. and the origins. Yes. Interesting. I make my chai lattes at home, and I posted one like on social media, mm -hmm. and I was like, I mean, I'm really getting so good at this. I was <laughs> like, my chai lattes are like the best, and this Indian woman DM'd me, and she was like, it's just a chai. <gasps> wow. And she I just was gave like, it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but doesn't latte mean... She was like, a chai means specific spices and milk. Oh, interesting. So, like, what I think of as a chai tea is not a chai. Yeah, she's it like... It needs the milk. Yeah, she's like, if you're saying chai latte, you're just saying, like, chai chai. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of misinformation out there. I said, because you know how sometimes you just don't want to be wrong. <laughs> oh, I, I like, love this continued. <laughs> Please go on. I'm willing to be like a little bit wrong. Right. <laughs> but like 100% wrong. That's asking for a lot. Of course. <laughs> so I was like, well, wait, doesn't latte mean steamed milk? Mm -hmm. I was like, I would be pretty pissed if I went into a store and asked for a chai and they gave me a chai with just some cold milk poured oh, in right, it. right. And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess you have a point. I guess <laughs> in America it's... <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just give me a little... <laughs> <laughs> Two people absolutely refusing to back down from their positions. You you came and watched my story. Just give me a little. Yeah. 
It was your, you were riding so high on this moment. Then I felt so bad. I, I researched it a bit. And then I was like, I guess us Americans. So to be clear, a chai is a chai tea with any type of milk in it. Yeah. That's no, how it doesn't they have to be foam. It no, can be it whatever you want. Yeah, it's, it's just like milk. It's like, that's how they drink it. It's, it's these spices right. steeped in water and then with milk added into it. That is the way chai is made. So that this, is the way they drink chai. Right. So you take this information to a uh, coffee shop and you get to explain something to a barista. And yes. That's a, I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah. They'll adore every moment of that. They will talk <laughs> about me. <laughs> they'll go live as soon as their shift is done. You are not going to believe <laughs> this asshole. <laughs> she kept asking for a chai and I was like a chai latte and she just kept saying chai. <laughs> And I was like, chai latte or chai? And she was like, there's only chai. <laughs> Next thing I know, she's pulling out an encyclopedia. <laughs> so I give her this tea bag steeped in hot water. <laughs> and now she wants to speak to a manager. I can't do this. <laughs> Just terrorizing every coffee shop in America. Um, well, I'm, I'm very excited about both of these teas. Have you tried either of them? I've tried the, Mar the Rockin' Moroccan. All right. Let me see if it uh, tells me what flavor. It should be green, is it not? Yeah, yeah green tea, yeah, and mint. peppermint, yes. and marigold. My favorite. I love the sound yeah. of this. And it says I can put it over ice so I can do whatever I want. Nice. And then the Simply Irresistible is marigold and Egyptian mint and love. Love. So the other one didn't have love. So that, yeah. oh, actually, it does say love. Oh, does okay. it? Is so they were both it? created with love. You got to know that. Marigold and Egyptian mint. You know, whenever they put a country before something, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is mint, but this is Egyptian mint. You're like, what's Egyptian mint? You're going to uh, have a weird experience. <laughs> is it mint with like heavy eyeliner? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. I'm so sorry, Egypt. I. <laughs> Now I'm not going to be able to have a live show in Cairo. Cancel the dates. Cancel the dates. <laughs> <laughs> um, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I recently did have uh, Moroccan pepper, and it was intense. I liked it, but it was a, it was a learning curve. Mm -hmm. There was a moment where I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And then I learned. I was like, oh, it's just different. Yeah. And now I kind of love it. Yeah. You just have to let it hurt you for a minute. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got to play a game. Okay. We're going to play Gift or a Curse today? Yes. I'm trying to, we have two games. I'm trying to go okay. back and forth. And okay. I'm, you know, I don't want to brag, but I've become kind of a professional podcast host at this point. I can do, <laughs> I can remember things week to week, which is incredible. Um, I need a number between one and 10 from you. Three. Okay. I have to do some light calculating. Okay. I'm going to get our game pieces. So right now you can promote, recommend, do whatever you want with the microphone. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, I, I love, love, love that I have a one-hour comedy special coming out um, October 24th. It is called Hijabs Off. Um, it is a lovely pun on the phrase hats off. Um, and it is available in every country where you can get Amazon Prime. It is a Prime original, so definitely check out my one-hour special. If you're interested in anything and everything that I have going on, then you can, uh, yeah, you can check me out online. My website is zainabjohnson.com and social media, Zainab Johnson, except for TikTok. TikTok is the Zainab Johnson, so you know 
that I'm the one and only. I'm the official. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I've never been able to really claim uh, my my name on social media. There's always somebody there yeah. taking it from me. M- my name seemingly is not popular in America, but it's so popular around the world. Oh, interesting. So yeah. somebody else is always oh, yeah. taking it. It's not. I got it. I got it on most places first. TikTok. But TikTok, for some reason, they... There's another Zainab yeah. who's probably benefiting. Zainab Johnson, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should reach out to her. Yeah. Okay, this is how we're going to play gift or a curse. I'm going to name three things. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. Okay. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Because they're correct answers. Number one. There are correct answers. There are. So watch out. (laughs) Uh, Number one, this is from a listener named Peter. Peter suggested gift or a curse escalators. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Escalators can be a curse for some people. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I have seen the tumble. <laughs> I have seen the little baby's foot gets. I have seen Ooh. tragic stories. Ooh. But the escalator overall is a gift. It is a gift. Wrong. They are simply a curse. I've been afraid of them since I was. I mean, it was a major childhood fear. First of all. I thought I definitely thought one of my fingers was going in there. I thought a shoelace was going in there. I was yes. getting sucked into the department yes. store. So, you know, they haunted me for so long. And now I love a staircase. Okay. Look, if I if you don't want to move, get in the elevator. Mm-hmm. If you want stairs, take the stairs. Yeah. I love a nice set of stairs to run up or run down. Yeah. Escalators also bring out the one of my least favorite behaviors in everyone, which is the standing side by side on a moving object that should be able to, the option should be to climb. Yes, 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 yes. And when an escalator stops, when it's out of order yeah. and you have to walk up that thing. Yeah, it seems like something isn't right. Yes. Top five most disorienting feelings. Yes. You're sick to your stomach by the top. Yes. Are So these are, the, the right or wrong of it is based, is solely based on you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay. They're universal truths. Okay. Because <laughs> when you said there are, in fact, correct answers, I just knew, <laughs> like Wikipedia said so or, or something. <laughs> okay, so you uh, failed that one. But wait, wait, wait. There's no way. So you know how there's a lot of people uh, there's there's people on like each side of the spectrum, but most people are in the middle. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's who the escalator is for, right? Because <laughs> I am like you. I too use a stair. Right. I feel like, yeah, as long as I can use a stair, I will use a stair, <laughs> right? But then there's so many people who just don't have that confidence in their knees. Right. In in their hips, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and we live in a place that, that of course, has multi-levels all the time. Right. right? Hilly. People well, in, what are we talking yeah. about? Ellie's not that. Uh, but not even Ellie. I'm talking about when you're at an airport, when you're at a department store, like sure. you said, when you're at a mall, right? And elevators can be extremely unreliable, Mm -hmm. but they are so slow. They have a capacity that is often reached very easily. (laughs) You know, you got to wait. Like if we were reliant today just on elevators and stairs, we would have a lot of one level ass places. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, it looks, then we've got, we get to look at the beautiful sky. There's never anything blocking our view. Manhattan is completely it's flat. It's completely flat. Imagine a flat Manhattan. Now, that would be fascinating to look at. Or horrifying. Probably horrifying. Horrifying. But, uh, you, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving you the point. Okay. But okay. you've got two more opportunities. Okay. So, okay. and I believe in you. Okay. Uh, number two, gift or a curse. And this is from someone named Katie. Uh, cancellation fees when you cancel or miss an appointment last minute. What's last minute? Katie didn't say. Oh, Whatever last Katie. minute is to you. <laughs> For me personally... They're a curse. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> if you did not put in a cancellation fees, humans are disrespectful, okay? <laughs> Your business will never get off the ground if you do not put in cancellation fees. People will occupy your time and then not show up last minute every single day if there is no consequence. <laughs> I mean, it's just the disrespect. I mean, there's no way, there's no way a, a, an entrepreneur can make it. If <laughs> there's just no way. But you kn- for you, curse. It's a curse. You got the point. Ah! I hate them. I uh, hate this them is, too. This is what, and I agree, of course, with everything you're saying, but I think you should get one freebie. With the business. Yeah. The first time you cancel, they don't charge you. If you set up another appointment and you cancel, then you get charged three times as much. Then it's a real high-stakes situation. Oh but my you God. get the... You, most people, you know, a last-minute thing doesn't happen all the Often, time. Often, yeah. So, you know, you get the one little thing, and then you know you have to be careful from then on out. Yeah, yeah. But the first time, give me, give me a Grace. break. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. I got sick. Yeah. My family perished. Yeah. You know... I have to cancel the massage. Yeah. So they're a curse. Yeah. And I'm proud of you for, you know, despite having all of this evidence for businesses, you stood by what you felt. I also find that a business that's really thriving, that's really sought after, they actually don't do a cancellation fee because there's always somebody there. Wait, They have right. a wait list of people. Right. just wait. But But the businesses that are that maybe not so are really trying to build or really trying, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just petty. They, they, they have those, <laughs> those cancellation fees, you right. know, cause they, they're dependent on you showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think maybe the, the system just needs to be rethought. If you're yeah. a regular customer, yeah. you should get one free. Yeah. Then they're like, uh, they come all the time. Yeah. Give them a break. I mean, here's the reality. Someone can always say, let me see what I can do. Oh, I love those words. It's so easy to like, <laughs> you know, just go in your computer. Your, you, ha- you, you handle the system. Yeah. It's so easy to negate this. Yes. Um, okay. Number three. Okay. So you've gotten one out of two and this is, uh, you got to bring it home here. This okay. is from a listener named Logan. Gift or a curse. Waiting to start eating when out at a restaurant until everyone gets their meal, even though the person missing an entree is insisting everyone else can start eating. Okay, so the question is, is waiting a gift or a curse? Yeah. In the particular situation, I guess, is uh, let's assume, Annalise, you and I are out to dinner. Mm-hmm. You and I have both gotten our food. Mm-hmm. Annalise ordered a crazy thing, and it's taking a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But Annalise is like, please just eat, and we don't. A curse. Okay, and why? First of all, <laughs> did, I, did I order hot food? <laughs> okay, you want me to eat lukewarm food because 
you know, you decided to get the lasagna. This says it on the menu. The lasagna is going to take 45 minutes to cook. <laughs> you got to put that order in before you get there. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I was actually at a restaurant the other night. Dare I say, maybe it was a date. And my food came out first. It came out surprisingly fast. Mm -hmm. And it was piping hot. Like, I saw the steam coming off. And I'm like, I got to, I mean, I got to taste this. <laughs> and the guy was like, he was being funny, but he was like, thanks for waiting. Oh. And I was like, oh, but I never stopped. I was <laughs> like, ah, and I just kept eating. And Good he was like, you. no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I think that when food comes, you should be able to eat the food. Right. Yeah, I don't think you should have to wait, especially if the person is insisting, like, no, please mm -hmm, eat, eat, eat. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on. Who, what are you waiting for? Right. Who is this for? <laughs> Of course you're right. And there should, I mean, if one comes out and everybody hasn't gotten their thing, maybe let's wait two to three minutes. Yes. And then if it starts to feel like it's taking too long and people are insisting that yeah. you eat yeah. and you don't, now you're creating a situation that no one knows how to handle. Yes. We're all we're like, what's happening? We want the person, we're watching their food get cold and they're, why are they trying to be polite? It makes no sense. Yeah. I really think the, the whole rules should probably just be kind of forgotten. Yeah, I agree. I mean, of course you wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a couple minutes. You don't dive right in unless it's piping hot and the <laughs> steam and you want a little bite. Uh, but for the most part, we're all adults. We know that restaurants, the things are coming out at random times. And food needs to be served, eaten at the temperature it's served at. It has to be eaten at the temperature it's served at. And I think that if if we if we reversed it, if we thought about it like dessert. Like no one would ever expect for an ice cream, like somebody's, you know, ice cream to come out. And it's like, I'll wait. Because <laughs> it's like we Just have a clear indication. Yeah, that this thing is going to melt. But I think people are more comfortable with eating something that was once hot and not hot anymore right. versus something that starts out cold and now it's just melted and lukewarm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, there's a better, people are more willing to settle if it got cold. Yes, yeah. But it's, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. That's why we're at a restaurant, to have a good time. Yeah. Okay, you got two out of three. Yeah. I, Not bad. I, I feel like a winner. You, I mean, you the escalator thing, you just bombed, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm glad to see you turn it around in such a big way. Um, this is the final segment of the podcast. Okay. It's called I Said No Emails. People write in to I Said No Gifts at gmail.com with questions galore. And, you know, I like to give back to the community, so I'm answering the questions, I'm helping, I'm doing whatever I can, and I'm going to force you to help me. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, this says, hello, Bridger, and disrespectful but redeemed and esteemed guest. Oh, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Incredible. They know. they know. They knew. As someone who accepts gifts on a podcast, how have you trained yourself to stay composed and accept gifts so gratefully? I am quite a shy person and find being center of attention whilst accepting a gift quite overwhelming. My family think I'm quite quirky, so that paired with eccentric family members that gift me totally off the wall and, dare I say, undesirable gifts, it can be quite difficult to discuss my surprise and dislike. Whew. We're not done. I'm very fortunate to have such giving family members, and of course I adore them, but they're incredibly strong personalities, so any birthday event really puts you on the spot. A good example of this happening in the past was my aunt hyping up the gift she was going to give me for a, a month in advance. She was incredibly excited, and on the day, I was passed a big cardboard box with 12 family members staring back at me. I opened it to find a polystyrene head painted and styled 
to look just like me. Wig, glasses, and everything. I struggled to disguise my shock and horror and felt like uh, Brad Pitt in Seven. I was so embarrassed that I turned beetroot red and the family bombarded me with so many questions about it that I couldn't just politely accept it and felt forced to admit I didn't like the polystyrene head sat in the middle of the table. Eventually, I was reduced to tears as I just wanted to make my aunt happy and didn't want to make a big thing about it. I understand this is a loaded question that involves grace and decorum and uh, how to navigate friends and families, but I hope you can help. If not, it makes for a gift horror story for your listeners at least. I hope you both have a wonderful week and thank you for such a wonderful podcast. You're so welcome. Warmest regards, Alice in England. I love when people put where they're from. You know, it just really tells us who we're talking to. (laughs) Uh, this, I've just read you a book. Yeah. Um, and now we've got to look at it critically. It seems like Alice gets a bunch of horrible gifts. It's a, this family is bad at giving gifts and she has kind of led them on. Yeah. Because it sounds like the system does not stop and it's kind of maybe peaked at this terrifying head in a box. Yeah. What does she do? What is the question? The qu- I've forgotten. <laughs> I think it was twofold. I think she is a person that has anxiety around just receiving gifts because she said that she is not used. She is not used to or doesn't really handle being the center of attention. Right. Well. But then on top of that anxiety, she is a part of a family unit that is eccentric. And so not only do they shower her with gifts, but they're gifts that she doesn't necessarily want or like. Beautifully summed up. Okay, well, first of all, how how to get a gift with grace. You're born with it. That's all I can say. That you, it's not something you learn. Yeah. It's something deep inside you. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're kind of like an animal. Yeah. Uh, the rest of society is animals. But the select few of us who are graceful, I assume you're good with uh, accepting a gift. Yeah, I mean... I, uh, after what I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to say I ain't got no grace. Uh, <laughs> I will say that I am not a person that enjoys being gifted things, Mm. but I will probably say it's because, I don't know, I just, you leave a lot up to a person to give give you a gift, you know, like most times, which is, I think it's amazing with you because every week someone shows up and gives you something Mm, and I imagine it's it's mostly things you don't want or need, you know? (laughs) You you don't have to say it. I say it for, I'm sure. (laughs) Thank you for being an advocate for me. Yeah, we should start an Etsy shop. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea, actually. You know, of all the things that you need to get rid of. Right, right. You know? Um, But I do know how to keep a poker face. Mm -hmm. And I do... Um, exist in gratitude most times. So I know how to be gracious and just say, oh, thank you so much, you know, for right. this thing, whether I love it or or don't love it. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so that's one thing, okay. right? That's just like, get used to it. If you're not born with it, you know, as Bridger said, get used <laughs> to it. Get used to people trying to do something nice for you. Sure. Right? Just right. get used to it, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's like an esteem thing, too. Like, you don't think you deserve nothing? There's, there's people out in the world that think they deserve everything. That's all. I know a lot of them. <laughs> I'm watching their careers skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think that you are deserving of at least the thought 
that someone would want to gift you something. Right. I think that it really, that, that anxiety is rooted in like your self-worth. Yeah, interesting. I feel like, like you've really gotten to the root of Alice. That's a nice title for something. <laughs> the root of Alice in London. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now then the, the second part of this is being a part of a family who never gives you gifts that you like or mm-hmm. want. And I think that that also is rooted in the same thing because your self-worth and self-love, when you kind of tackle that and your self-esteem, then you'll speak up. And let people know what you like. say, listen, aunt, (laughs) you've used a lot of energy this past month to hype up, yes, something that really I don't fancy. (laughs) Let's use this as a learning lesson, (laughs) as something we should not do in the future with love (laughs) and respect (laughs) and grace. Thank you, but no thank you. (laughs) There's nothing more in the world that I want to do than open a gift and while holding it say, let's look at this as a learning lesson. (laughs) Can you imagine the power you would feel? you know people don't listen i've gotten bad gifts from people and then when they in the future you know after that i'm like oh you don't have to give me anything <laughs> oh no 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 don't you know what i'm saying oh do you want me i'm gonna i'm gonna stop by do you want me to bring you over something i know what you're gonna bring is never something i want or need oh no 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 i got everything on no no <laughs> you know when you go really deep into like a baritone it's like no 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 please <laughs> and they don't get it they, they'll never get it they still show up with you know, olives. I don't know. <laughs> Look, it's happened to me probably 185 times on this podcast. <laughs> so I know where you're coming from here. Yeah. I feel like we answered Alice's question. Well, I feel like you answered it. And I kind of just leaned back and sipped my drink, which felt incredible. <laughs> you uh, nailed it. I mean, I'm going to tell Alice to get a hold of herself. Yeah. Crying over the gift. The hysterics have got to stop, Alice. It's, yeah. I mean, you're ruining everyone's whatever event that was. Yeah. Let's let's try to get a grip. Yeah. Man, okay. Again, you answered it perfectly. I got to watch you just kind of. But it's but it, it, it's we, your addition is like it's great. It's like come on, Alice. <laughs> come on, Alice. Forget about them. This is actually about you. <laughs> oh yeah, a thousand. Percent. You know. This family isn't to blame. Yeah, no, they, they, I mean, you know, we'll tackle them another time. <laughs> they're each going to write in individually, probably send a head to the podcast. <laughs> Who knows what they're capable of? They're sick people. Okay. I'm so glad to have gotten a gift that I can use. You know what I just realized? What? This is open. <laughs> it's open? It's open. <laughs> it's 100% open. I trust you. I t- I'm like, oh, did I grab the open one? I cannot wait for this to be used in court. My family crying behind you. Call this episode Tacky Gifts. <laughs> but it, it's but open it's, but, but, it's not like, but not used. It's completely yeah, full. I was so... Or you, you taste it and you were like, oh my no, God, no, I've got to no, get no, rid no. of this. I'm like, how did that happen? Interesting. Let's hope you're the one that opened it. That's all I'm saying. If this was open to the factory and I'm a victim of the tea killer... Mm, that would be a way to go. I'm fine with that. I have so many of them. <laughs> Let this be a sign that you're out of control. 
You've got to get a handle of yourself. Use the tea you've got before you order more. Coming to Bridger's Etsy shop. <laughs> and <open>. Calabash. <laughs> Thank you, Calabash teas. Uh, I will be drinking both. Okay. I've had such a wonderful time with you. This This has been fantastic. This was great. We're covered in sweat, let's be honest. I mean, my shirt is going to have to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm happy you came. Thrilled. Happy to be here. This was wonderful. Listener, the podcast is over. (laughs) It's going to be very quiet soon. So you've got to figure out what happens next. I believe in you. You know, I'm pushing you out of the nest. Fly away. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Ben Tolliday. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!